Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com backslash The Gamer's Advocate. The Gamer's Advocate. Target acquired. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Gamer's Advocate. I'm one of your hosts, Adam. I'm Bill. Hey, I'm Jack. I'm here again. Woo! And we've made it to episode 10. I think that deserves a woohoo! Yeah, that's an accomplishment for me, because I take all the credit. Bill, what are you looking at over there? Uh, I'm, the game. It's called show prepping, jerk show off. Prepping. Yeah, I, we're well, we, we've show. been trying to start the show, and Bill's just been showing us videos and trying to destroy the world with some game about infecting someone. Right. Everybody loves the YouTubes, but you love those tubes too much. You need to get your tubes tied, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I gotta get my YouTubes tied. <laughs> exactly. You're cut off, son. <laughs> you smell. What was that game you were playing where you were trying to kill the world? Uh, Plague Inc. We don't talk about games here. Don't talk about that. I will talk about it. It's you not approved. It's not on the list. Is it on the syllabus? Adam, hit him again. Okay. Oh, my face. My I'm face. buying a taser just for this show. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. So what is this Plague Inc.? Um, basically, instead of trying to save the world from some horrible plague, you create and mutate the plague and try to destroy the whole world before people can come up with a cure and stop you. It's very addictive. He just likes killing the world. It's almost like a backward civilization, like on a very small scale. <laughs> right. Just getting rid of everyone. And can't you like name them funny things, like you can name your disease? He said one's F Jack on there, apparently. <laughs> that I is my newest disease is called F Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so Jack is the reason the world is going down the drain. If he was cooler he'd name it like hijack and then that would be the best like virus on the planes. But you know, whatever. F Jack works too. <laughs> Now he's playing it again. No, I'm That's not. I'm not it. playing he's it again. Fine. I'm I'm getting my book ready for. Oh, oh blew that. He's still doing prep. This would have helped us like ten minutes ago. No, it's good to go. Well, let's do this. Let's do it. So, besides Plague Inc., stupid game. Just kidding. I like saving the world. What else have we been playing, Jack? Well, I have been up to uh, actually old older gaming. I've been playing. I played a little more Minecraft. We're gonna make a little like pit to capture monsters and, like, farm them. Apparently, there's a certain way to do that. Well, I don't know if it's cheating. creating, like, a slave camp or something? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, you get things from them. I want, like, What kind of things do you want do they make, like, I monster like, babies when you Yeah, you get, them? like, monster meat, but don't eat it. It'll kill you. That's, like, don't starve. Right. Well, what do you do with it if you can't eat it? I don't know. You just beat it? I just want you some, like, slime meat? balls. <laughs> Apparently, they drop slime balls. You cook it. Maybe you can cook it. I haven't found out yet. But, you know, I'm going to put it on a string and go fishing <laughs> with it and see if I get any nibbles on that. You know, we'll see what happens. But uh, other than that, I've been playing uh, Deus Ex. That's a pretty good game. Which, That's pretty one, which The newer one? The new one, yeah, for the 360. Have you played it before? I've not played it before. I yeah. love that game. I played the original, but uh, on the Xbox. Why does everything look orange on it? It's like yellow, kind of. Or yellow. Or amber. You're yellow. I don't know, it's just the style they, they It's called to, jaundice yeah. and shut up. Well, they, you know, they had to, like... He's like the six million dollar man. No spoilers, but that's a spoiler. And, oh, that uh, explains why everything's freaking yellow. Well, they got the they got the filters messed up, just like we need pop filters. So it's a mistake for me. So 
you're saying the game, the way the game looks, is a mistake? No, it looks good. It's just your television. Don't you, don't you go the there? My television <laughs> looks good. Bell has one of those old CRT TVs that are like right. 50 inches and 50 inches wide and long. You still got like vacuum tubes in there. You hook like your vacuum it's up to it. It's an old monitor for my Commodore 64. Right. It's a re- actually a really good LED 3D TV, and it just can't do yellow. Apparently. It does yellow just fine. Thank you very much, buddy. Well, not since you had to market, so no one else would take it. I don't know. Anyways, I have no idea. Weird. I don't know what that means, but whatever. So yeah, other than that, I've been playing. Um, what else have I been playing? I don't remember. Oh, a lot of a lot of games on my handheld on my uh, on my phone. Anything exciting besides Play Inc. <laughs> play Inc. I've been playing Play Inc. Actually, I've been playing Ruzzle. Oh yeah, that's kind of fun. Yeah, we've all been playing that. And uh, for the record, in case. Uh, a certain someone named Jessica listens to this. Right. I was she winning didn't. that game. She didn't quit on it. It just wasn't showing up on her. She had the same complaint on uh, me, too. Apparently, it didn't work. So I, I just quit and resigned and gave her the game. I still have it because I want to keep that score. <laughs> keep it. It's doing good. That's <laughs> the cool. only time I've come close to beating her. So, Adam, what are you up to, man? Come on, give us something. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I finally beat Halo 4. It was very awesome. It had probably one of the best ending sequences ever. It. Uh, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything either, but... Uh, it really made the game for me. I thought, you know, oh, here we go. It's going to have, like, a Gears of War thing where, you know, you come to the end and you're like, it was kind of let down, I thought, for the original Gears of War, for me at least. And then uh, with this one, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, if you like Star Wars, like, I don't want to spoil it a lot, but there's one scene that reminds me a lot of Star Wars, and it's pretty epic. And it, it ends. It ends well. Like, there's a clear ending, but obviously you know that they can continue, which they will because... Halo makes a little bit of money. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to keep that franchise alive. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> How about you, Bill? Anything fun? Um, basically, what I tried to do is take a bunch of shots of NyQuil and tase myself at the same time and see which one knocks me out first. That is that, is that a video game? Are you playing the nope. virtual reality? Just something I do in my bathroom. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, actually, uh, <laughs> seriously, um, played uh, a few things. Played a lot of that Plague Inc. And uh, I don't know why it's morbidly fascinating. But it is. Played some goofy games on the Kindle like that and draw something a lot. And uh, some uh, somebody came over and we had some epic times playing some Resident Evil 4 on the 360. Which Ooh, Adam can attest to. Looks, looks fantastic. Yes, he I, came over and played. Resident Evil 4 is probably one of my... I mean, not like top... Probably top 10 games of all time. It's fine. Number one, I think. Actually. Yeah, I think it's up there. It's probably close to five or top 10. Anyway, but I didn't. I haven't played it since GameCube back in 04 or something, I think it was. Something like that. But we, I, I haven't seen it on the 360, but Bill booted it up. And let me tell you, that game holds up very well. I mean, yeah, some of the controls are a little outdated, but like, oh, like just playing that and then thinking to when I played Resident Evil 5 and 6, I'm just like, oh, my God. Why did they go away from this? It's so awesome. Oh, I know. It, it, actually, playing that made me uh, even more mad at, at six, big time. Because he screwed it up, obviously. And we t- we talked about that. Not the cover. The cover's great. But other no, than that, cover. yeah, stupid game. Cover is like the cover's like they build it up, and you're like, this is going to be awesome, hilarious. But instead, it's just hilarious in a bad way because they they messed it up so bad. Yeah, and we also did something pretty horrible <laughs> in that we. Uh, we played a lot of Far Cry, but <laughs> unfortunately I forgot to bring the game capture device. Oh. And what do you know? Some awesome stuff happened. This is the one time where it, it's, no matter how much, and we will try to explain some of what happened. It's one of those things you just had to see it. <laughs> and uh, We played uh, adding in some of the DLC. I downloaded that. The, the Predator pack. Predator pa- Well, no, it was the Predator pack. It was all of them. It was all, I don't know. You guys played it. Just one of them. There's four together. Okay. 
or something like that. I don't shit. I don't know. I was stupid. <laughs> There's a bunch of cool stuff. There's some new. They downloaded some stuff, did some stuff, but really they're talking about it. But you didn't even get to see it. But uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. so enjoy. Great stuff happened. You missed it. You yeah. should have been in my house. Right. I tried why to call. Why you. aren't you guys there? I tried yeah, to call every single awesome one dog. of you. Yeah. No. Uh, we. <laughs> yeah. We uh, did a few things. Like one. Rocket launch a bear that was about five feet in front of us. That was awesome. Yeah, I was just I actually was baiting him and he was looking at me and then I he started charging and just took a rocket launcher and blew us up his face. And we see four. Wait, what do we see four? Was that a another, bear again? That was it was the same bear, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, threw C four on a bear and then ran, and ran back and then blew it up. Why can't C four kill the animals? I know we saw that with like super pigs. You got to get it right got, on them. Yeah, but that's like bears pig. too, you can't kill them with C four. Well, you can. I thought we did. With oh, we got them. We got them. We killed them. After the second and satchel. Then, then I ran into a white tiger. That was pretty cool. And, but it was craziness because there was guys after me. I was shooting at them. I killed the white tiger. And another one immediately attacked me from behind and killed me very quickly. And people would be like, ooh, ah, if they saw it. But and those yeah. things are probably endangered, so I don't know why you killed it. It's kind of rude. It, it, uh, F them. Do you get in trouble with PETA if you kill, like, virtual animals? They should have, like, a PETA score. Or, like, have PETA employees come after you like they're assassins or something. But that was yeah, nothing. South Park. That was nothing compared to what happened in the temple. Yeah, see, there are some games that glitch and are, like, game-ruining glitches and ruin the experience. Like, I know Fallout had a lot of them and different things like that. But there are some glitches, like you've seen in Skyrim and in Far Cry, that I would be happy if they kept continuing those glitches and made those <laughs> on purpose because it was some are incredible. We, uh, on a mission to... It was one of the newer missions from the DLC pack to invade this temple and... uh recover a diamond we were going through that and and really kicking some ass to be honest with you we were kind of tearing it up and there was one guy i was throwing molotovs like crazy and there's one guy that came running at us so we set him on fire and he just stopped and kept dancing he was doing like little dance uh, dancing you can shoot him 500 times he wouldn't move he was just on fire and just dancing and then the fire would die out and then he just continued dancing and no matter what you did he just but not stop that group. We yeah, finally we moved on because he he just kept going. He wasn't coming after us. Went finished the rest of the mission on the way back out. Stopped by. He's still dancing. He's not on fire anymore. The fire blew out, but he's still dancing, deader and shit, doing his little de- doing his little dead thriller dance. Oh my god, it was it was incredible. It was and beautiful. Unfortunately, we did uh, not capture could, it. Wish- it'd, it'd be cool every time you kill something like the, their zombie ghost would do like a little dance where you're like, "Yep, you got me." Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's just, it, it's just funny. It's just funny that, of course, when we don't capture, that's when the good stuff happens. You just got to remember, you have to capture all the time. It's just, it's hard when we got to tr- take it back and forth to do all those things. But yeah, you got to remember to do that. It was at your house. Well, I mean, I every time you play Far Cry, something cool is going to happen. I'm getting ready so to record. Get I'm getting ready to record Peepo Cookie or Pussy <laughs> or Loopy. Nino Peepy. Did you record De- uh, Devil May Cry? Nino Cooney. Nino Cooney is actually. I did. Yeah, I got to play some Devil May Cry, which I forgot to mention, and. That game is pretty legit. Did yeah, you record I mean, any? I did. Yeah, I got some footage that nice. we'll be putting up soon. Um, I, did, I haven't played all that much, but I did get a lot of good footage, and the, it's fun. I mean, it's it feels like a Devil May Cry game, but obviously it's rebooted, so it feels different. And it also feels like a Ninja Theory game, the guys who made Enslaved and Heavenly Sword. And there's just a really cool mechanic where you're going back and forth from the real world into a limbo world where like anything can happen like you'll be jumping on a platform and it'll start moving or walls will start caving in on you or like trash cans will start talking to you or something. <laughs> it's pretty messed up but it's I mean it's got that Devil May Cry perfect combination gameplay and it's pretty challenging and you get all the upgrades and the rankings and it's 
It's really fun. There's kind of things happening is why I don't drink tequila anymore, <laughs> by the way. I was just wondering, like, the source of the name, like, Devil May Cry. Devil what, May what, not cry. May, may, may because of why? Because he's, like, because they got cool moves and they can punch dudes? Because maybe he's a little sensitive. Maybe maybe he doesn't like evil and he cries that people think he's Maybe he doesn't like, you know, like there's places. You know, there's, like, a Devil May Care attitude where you're just doing whatever you want and right. going full out. Well, that's kind of what the game is. This guy is just kind of, a like, a playboy guy who's just destroying everything and has no care in the world and just goes crazy and maybe they just put in cry in there because they want to appeal to emotion. Devil may care oh. attitude. It's kind of like when you like when you like pee a little in your pants and you're just like screw it I'm not changing. <laughs> what? Devil may care. <laughs> That's exactly what. Devil, devil, may devil, devil may care if someone thinks you have a bladder problem. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I bet Anyone? Kurt has a bladder problem. I bet Kirk is fat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh god. Here we go again. <laughs> so uh yeah, Devil May Cry is cool. And isn't he like isn't he like half demon or something? Is it yeah. Cool demon? Oh yeah, it's like angel, demon, right. son of half. a devil, daughter of a saint or I don't even just, know. Just just for people out there who want, you know, like a prim reference, that's all. So what game's coming out tomorrow that you're excited about? One that I am also happy for. That one, Bill hates. It's one. called Ni no Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. And one of the characters looks like a freaking potato. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Get we're gonna, we're gonna hit on we're gonna hit on this a little more about how I hate Square Enix. But I used to love all the Final Fantasy games and a lot of these games like in the PS one era, but all the JRPGs that came out and recently there just hasn't been any good ones. They've just been trying to do too much or too little or trying to be MMORPGs and there hasn't I haven't been able to play a good JRPG in a really long time, and as from some reviews that I've been reading, it looks like this game is going to be incredible because first of all, it's got it's made by Studio Ghibli, who's been worked with uh, Level Five, and they are making a game that's just gorgeous. I mean, you you got to see this game to believe it. It's just it screams anime and hand drawn artwork and everything. Why can't Giblet make a Jerpig? That Ghibli? isn't with that with like characters that are like, look at smile time, happy face, and you just want to be like, <laughs> well, you know what? Take that peak jerk. I mean, I don't really get the whole Hello Kitty thing either, but you know, if they, you know, they can make a little kitty that everybody loves. I mean, cats are cool, but what about a potato? It's, yeah, why not? I mean, the Americans had Mr. Potato, and he like put his eyeballs and stuff in his like butt pouch in the back, so you know, interchangeable. I'm moving. I'm moving to freaking Bolivia or something. Bolivia. I'm gonna, like, <laughs> I'm gonna go down there and be like uh, Nino PP, and they're gonna be like, "What?" And I'll be like, "Home sweet home." <laughs> and uh, something else Bill will love about it is has it has a, a Pokemon element where you can fight monsters Jesus and capture, <laughs> where you can capture monsters and collect all these things and have them fight for you. Yo, Jesus! Gotta catch them all. We know Bill's gonna be waiting out to, for the midnight launch tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, I am, I am, and I'm going to smack everybody pre-order. in line. To go, anybody that's there at midnight to get this game, I'm going to walk up and smack them in the face. Even if they're children. Anyway, don't listen to our Debbie Downer over here. I'm joking, I'm joking. If you like RPGs, if you like JRPGs, I'm going to hit you a lot harder. Get this game. <laughs> at least 12 times. I'm going to mute his, mute his mic now. <laughs> Why 12? Because I don't have time for 14. He's a <laughs> I got shit to do. He's got things to do. Anything else anybody I played? A, or I, I got a bad feeling I'm going to have to I can't even remember. This game's going to be really awesome, and so, I'm going to have to admit that it's really good, and I'm going to feel You'll like, be like, oh, potato. <laughs> yeah, but didn't you say, like, you, you've never been a huge fan of RPGs. I know, well, you said you played FF10 a lot, and you, play, you tried to play FF7, but... And even though I liked that, like, Final Fantasy X was really good, but there was times where I'm just like, what is wrong with the Japanese people? What are... Really? Can't you just make a game... Like, it's got some, like, not, I don't want to say normal people, but, like, cool characters. 
and it's kind of cool, but it still plays like one of those games. They have a lot of cool characters in these games. I don't know what you're playing. They have a lot of they have a lot of seriously messed up. Well, that is true, but Japan is known for this. That's what I'm saying. Why can't a company make a quote unquote JRPG without the weird anime crap in it? I mean, if you're into anime and that's your thing, cool. But for those of us that would love, like with the characters of of Anything cool? Well, <laughs> I mean, anything. I, I mean, know. seriously, like. The, I mean, Final Fantasy wasn't really anime. But I mean, I know, like, I know, Final Fantasy eight and ten were a lot ass, more realistic. It's just got that weird ass Japanese style. Like, uh, why can't they make one with with characters from from Halo or well, from? It's because it's, it's, it's a lot because they don't really sell. I mean, the ones you see out here are like Dragon Age and Boulder's Gate and things like that that are a little more actiony. And yeah, like, those have those, those are have good things. Much better. I haven't. I didn't play Dragon Age, so maybe I should. So then I could. So be like, well, that's what you wanted, stupid. <laughs> or Dragon. You meant Dragon Quest. No, Dragon, Dragon Age. Age. Yeah, yeah Dragon, Dragon Quest Age. is JRPG. Don't you Dragon, correct us. Dragon Age is don't like you a correct us unless you're right. I, I don't know. Lover. I'm just trying to. Figure, I'm, as you know, you're I'm wrong. A, I'm a moron. Yeah, Cards wrong. Are, you're all wrong. JRPGs are like you get the parties and there's like active time battles or like you get you have to choose your attacks and attack them and then there's like all this story and open overworlds and things for, like for that. For people out there, what does JRPG stand for? Japanese role-playing game. Ooh. Potato. <laughs> I just, just, even that sounds weird. I just picture someone blindfolded he getting peed on. I mean, Japanese, just were like, you in like World War II? Did it like, did like what, what happened? What? I don't know. I was like, you hate them so much. I don't know. I, I just, even the name. It, even it, Japanese? No, not no, Japanese. No. <laughs> JRBG. It's like, even Japanese sounds weird. What's up with that? I'm old. I don't like things. I don't like potatoes. <laughs> I don't like Tom Brady. <laughs> Me neither. See you later. Have fun on vacation. The Harbaugh brothers. The Harbaugh, everybody's calling it. Do we have the express written consent in the NHL? <laughs> NHL? <laughs> Nobody has a consent. I'm speaking in code. Are they out of the lockout? Yeah, they're out. In my Blue Jackets, because by the time this airs, it might be different, but they're undefeated as of right now. One game in. That is incredible. Undefeated champions of the world. game two as we speak right now. It's crazy how the Blue Jackets right now are on par with every other hockey team. Yeah, but by the time this is released on Tuesday, uh, they might be one and one already. Uh, Well, we can dream. (laughs) Anyway. That's all we can do if you're a Blue Jackets fan. (laughs) Enough of what we've been doing and playing. Let's talk some news. Our first tale is bringing back our, one of our segments that Bill likes, because later we're going to bring back one he hates, called the Super Happy Make You Feel Good section or something. <laughs> super Fun Zone. Yes, exactly. Now, these the, Once again, I know we mentioned a story like this before, but I like telling people stories of kind acts and good things that people do in the industry because it warms my heart. And it doesn't <laughs> happen very often. Exactly. So there was this, this young boy, I think he was nine years old, and he got a liver transplant, and he loved Halo. And I know he it's a mature game, but the the father did mention that he hasn't played Halo. He just likes saving the world and the action figures yeah, and the right. character. But yeah, besides the point. Anyway, yeah, right. so <laughs> this nine-year-old got a liver transplant, and they he wrote to they all wrote to Bungie and said, hey, this guy is, is, is sick, and he needs some love and help, and anything you guys can do would be greatly appreciated. So Bungie sent someone over, and they made him a hand-drawn card with all the signatures from everyone who works at Bungie. They got him a replica helmet from Halo Reach, and that like I mean fits on everything like that. And just everyone sent their best wishes. He got like a nice T-shirt and all this stuff, and just made this little boy's one of his dreams come true when he was going through a horrible, horrible time. 
and we have a link to the to these pictures on our Facebook page, which you can find. And it's just, I mean, you guys saw the pictures. It's just, it's yep. it just warms your Bungie, heart. Bungie, thank you, thank you, thank you for giving back some faith in humanity once again. Um, that's you know, first J.J. Abrams did it a few weeks ago, and Bungie does it. It's it's good that with all the crazy, bad, awful things that happen on the that you see on the news every day. To see somebody do something like that is very awesome. Thank you, Bungie. Yeah, I agree. It's a great story. Um, it's really touching, actually. And and when you see the smile on the kid's face, I think it's just, just great. I mean, you can say whatever you want about video games and the publicity, maybe, and, and whatever else. And you can be as critical as you want. But at the end of the day, they made this kid really happy. And, I mean, that's what we should just uh, focus on. And uh, that's just the great part about it. I mean, you see these pictures of, like, this little boy is just, like, leaning against his father. He can barely, like, sit up because of all the the surgery he went through. But then the next few pictures are of him getting these presents, and you just see his face. And, like, you wouldn't be able to tell that he went through a life-changing surgery. So, once again, Bungie, you're awesome. And more importantly, I hope that little boy gets better quick and can play Halo 1 million when it comes out. Yeah, I can kind of see, like, the joy of video gaming that you kind of get, or oh, I yeah, get. For sure. Sometimes you can kind of, like, be nostalgic and go back as a kid and like get that feeling again but you can see that you know that kind of you know art form or style or whatever you want to call video gaming that kind of media uh brought some joy in this kid's life and it's awesome so once again yay for bungie now moving on to another game where you kill a lot of people Woo! let's talk about god of war can't freaking wait it's about time and i know what god of war is about and you know talking about no devil may cry god of war you're doing some fighting in there and he's God. That's no, he's not God. You don't know nothing. Well, he's a demigod. He's, he's a god not, of war. Not this one. This is a prequel. Oh, yeah. He's not a prequel. He's just you're, a dude. You're, you're Kratos. He's you're just, you're he's a, just a kind of a pissed off. He's just kind of a dick, really. Uh, in this one, he's not god of nothing. I think they are trying to get back to his origins and his family because, like, when we first heard about this game, and really up until probably today or yesterday, God of War has really been about. Or the God of War Ascension, all we've known about it has been the multiplayer, that they're adding this new mode. I mean, we uh, we posted some footage of the beta. They open up the beta to everyone, and that's really what you've been seeing. But this God of War has an actual story to it as well, like a single-player tale of Kratos before the Kratos we all know and love. Is it just me, or does it seem like every prequel that comes out is way better than the original series? Which, you know, I mean, you'd think that'd be tougher to do, because you're like, what, do you, what did creators do before all this awesome stuff? Were right. Subway? I mean, <laughs> a lot of, a sandwich a lot of, artist? Yeah. But a lot of times they, I mean, they improve, they learn from the past mistakes of the old games, and then if they turn the story well and make it somewhat awesome <laughs> or whatever, then the gameplay is there, and they improve and add new features, then it's going to be better, because obviously every sequel is supposed to improve, unless you're Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah, right. well, that wasn't a prequel. Maybe they need to get back to their roots for real, like Resident Evil. I know the, Batman did it, and it was getting all goofy. Yeah, you know what'll get Resident Evil back to their roots? Bad sales numbers, and I think this one's kind of tanked a little that's bit a, compared that's a to what they call. expected. So. I think it was happening with Tomb Raider too. Yeah, I mean, I mean they, they, it, it went away for a while, and now right, the prequel is coming. In fact, they did come out with some other ones that were really well done. They did a reboot a few years back that was good. A little, yeah, when they changed the main but character this one looks chick really or whatever. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, I mean, that's what they need to do. They need to say they need to come out with Resident Evil. Like, screw Resident Evil Seven, screw Resident Evil Eight. Just make it Resident Evil, like brand new. Bring it back, new characters, new world, but make that scariness come back and that yeah. tension and that Dude, horror. I would even take a remake of the first two. 
done with I, new I graphics. Think, I, mean, I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I mean, to hold over while, you know, because uh, to make a new Haven't good one. Haven't they released that like two, three times or something? Well, I feel like on they've the done GameCube, all those but only six people had that. So. I did. I played it. That's when I first played it, actually. <laughs> In fact, I didn't like it as much on the GameCube. It looked good. The controls were wonky. Controls were Cause, terrible. Because the GameCube controller looked like a... Like a Picasso put it together. It <laughs> like was like awful. Picasso when he just didn't care anymore. Right. You know, like right exactly. towards the end of Picasso. Like we'll, put so, we'll put like a half button in They're there. Like, hey, Pablo, make a and game. And a key. green one and, and like, a circular right. thing. And the, even the trigger buttons are weird because you could like half pull the trigger and it was a button and then pull yeah. it all the way and it was more of a button. He's like, we'll just take Van Gogh's ear. But when I was playing like Luigi's House of Ghosts, you use that with a vacuum cleaner. You but, can really suck some ghosts was, with that thing. But what's worse than anyway. just just the bad controls? The ammo was so freaking scarce in that in the it remake. That's what makes it, it scary, though. That's like it what, makes that's, it scary, that's, a, but, that's part of the tension. It's like you gotta but, manage your ammo on every shot nah, you nah, fire. Nah, nah. Like, I'm, I'm all for that. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for that. But this was so bad that there was parts where you just there was no, you'd was run out of ammo. Yeah, you would. You'd have to restart from way back. And yeah. then and then the saves were scarce too. Yeah, you had to watch how you use those ribbons. I like I like when you have to manage your ammo, but that was it was overboard on that one. Was, that, that's that's one thing I always hate, especially nowadays. With I mean, I know sometimes checkpoints can get a little ridiculous, but like when you have to replay like so many so far back. You mean like that mission in Far Cry that I didn't save? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like you just with the guy on I fire. Know, I didn't like, save any of that after. Especially especially died. as we get older and things happen. That we need like incontinence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like put it, like put in auto saves because we're yeah. getting old. And we I know. Like put, well, I mean yes, but also because <laughs> we we have a lot of time and we don't have as much time to keep replaying the same thing over and over again, especially if it's broken. And it's just like, how am I supposed to beat this? Well, I know. I like how they have the difficulty sliders where if you just want to play it just for the story and you can just, it's like an interactive movie at some point. That's yeah. pretty cool. I, that should be an option in more games. I, Mass yeah. Effect 3 did that. You, you, you get some more appeal to people. <laughs> you know what would make a good Resident Evil remake? <laughs> make it just amazing graphics, and then the horrible voice acting from the first game put that back in. <laughs> right, exactly. That would be so good. Because yeah, you're like, how did they get these people? Like, what were they saying? Like, do as boy record as horribly as you can, please. They, they got people. They like, were just like, like you don't care. They didn't hire <laughs> actors. They were just like. Hey Scott, come here. <laughs> like, hey, hey, are you on this? Pod. You guys say this stuff. It's just what is it about? Who Terrible. cares? Just say the words. Yeah, they, I don't think video games would do that much anymore. But uh, yeah, I, I'm all for like going back to the roots and stuff. But don't go back in the mansion again. Come on, oh, you can no. go somewhere else. The mansion's, the mansion's cool. cool. Mansion's make it cool, make, maybe make a mansion be like a starting point. Yeah, just kind of as a homage to the original, and then just branch off very early on. And I mean, or you could just base it off of the Resident Evil, the movie they made, uh, where she would start off in the mansion. You know, she got lost her memory, and she had to go back down into the the research center. Oh, like and stuff what like I just that. said. Well, you know, I don't know. Thanks, Jack. I I got brain problems. I, don't know. I, don't know. I just, I mean, I, when we were playing Resident Evil, when we were playing Resident Evil Six, I mean, or four, sorry, you were just going through these corridors, and there's a monster chasing you, and it's just slow and it's tense, and you never know when it's going to happen, and that's that's what you get when you get lost with all these actiony games. It just gets all there's like no tension, and it just feels like every other shooter. You could be on a boat. They did one of those. Already. I know, whatever. Shout that, was, that was the whole Resident Evil re- revelations on the 3DS. It took place on a boat. I don't care. I don't hey, care. Hey, Jack. What? With those headphones on, you look yeah. like Princess Leia with a goatee. Does that mean you like me? Yes, it does. <laughs> Do you want to be my Luke Skywalker? Oh, I don't want to be your brother now. <laughs> oh, well, I don't, that wouldn't be as bad. We could just, like, hang out. I look much more like Chewbacca anyway. You could visit for Christmas. If we were family. Anyway. 
before this gets weirder than it needs to. <laughs> too uh, late. God of War. Yeah. Cool game. Too so late. The trailer didn't show too much, but it did show Kratos' daughter and show that he's kind of got his heart and soul still. And you said sure heart and soul, everybody drink. Yes, sir. <laughs> and you'll probably get a... Uh, probably get more into who this man is and who he was before he went into the most angry person on earth. When are we getting this demo? Oh yeah, there is well there was already the multiplayer demo, but they are gonna release a single player demo in late February. And I'm not sure if it's gonna be the E three demo that we saw or the one you get in total recall if you buy it, but it's it's gonna be fun. It better be fun or I'm gonna hate it. And I'm not gonna buy it. Oh wait. But you know what? We're gonna talk we're gonna kinda jump into our next topic which is kind of about demos. Is that Tomb Raider, a game that's coming out, I think, a week before God of War, is not getting a demo. And not only is it not getting a demo, it's not getting a season or online pass. Good. Yeah. And if any of you jerks have listened out there before, uh, you'll know we've had this discussion about demos versus not demos. And I don't, I'm not a fan of demos, especially like betas and stuff like that, because then you level up your character, you play the game, and really it's nothing like the original. Or they showcase their best stuff, and then, you know you kind of let down when you actually play the game, almost. The, the Sometimes. Only, the only time I'm into a demo, really, that I even screw with them is if I'm on the fence of a game. Um, like, when college football comes out every year, I always play the demo just to kind of get a feel. But oh, you're going to get that game anyway. Well, uh, no, 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 I know, but <laughs> to kind of get a feel how it's going to play this year. But then every time when the game comes out, it's it's been it's tweaked different. quite a bit since right. then anyway. Because the build you play was from several months before. If, let's say, I wasn't sure I was going to get Tomb Raider, it'd be like, eh, I'd like to get a demo, but... That's a game to me that is kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, because also, I'm sure if you've been following this game at all, you know that it is a reboot, and it's going to be a very, once again, personal origin story of Lara Croft and her her journey from some little girl little girl who is, has no idea how to kill or hunt or survive to the Lara Tomb Raider that we know and love. And they actually came out and said that they don't want to have a demo because they don't want to ruin this personal story. And I respect that because that's one of my biggest problems with especially even movie trailers, where there's some trailers out there that literally give away the whole movie. And it's like, why do I even need to see this? Especially especially with comedies. You, I mean, they oh, play yeah. every single joke in the comedy or something like that, and they give it away, and they mess it up. I can't remember the last time I played a demo where it actually affected me buying the game or not. Honestly. Like, I've played plenty of demos, and it really didn't, it didn't weigh in. Like, I played the Mass Effect 3 demo. I still was going to buy it. I played the Battlefield uh, betas. I still was going to buy it. Uh, I played others that were, yeah, exactly, trying, you know, everyone out there, uh, even if you want to message us or something, tell us uh, about it, but really, I don't, you know, whatever. Is there a Nino PP demo? or (laughs) I think there is out there, actually, so you could try that out, but I actually, speaking of demos making you buy a game, there is actually a game coming out, a franchise, like, that's very beloved that I've really never gotten into, it's the Fire Emblem series. Beloved. Exactly. I always thought it was Beloved. Beloved, whatever you want to call it, tomato, tomato. <laughs> anyway, so Fire Emblem, it's a strategy RPG, another JRPG build that we love. Jipper, but this jipper, game is jipper. coming out for the 3DS, and I, I, they just released a demo for it. And I, I mean, I never really thought I would play Like, I like those games, Final Fantasy Tactics and stuff like that, but I never really thought I would be a big fan of it. But after playing the demo, I'm kind of sold. Like, I kind of want to get one of the bigger, like, I have a 3DS, but I kind of want to get a 3DS XL and this game because seems like it could be pretty great i mean it's it's i feel like bill will kind of like these games too because he loves civilization and strategy and XCOM, and that's kind of what these games are about i uh i haven't played any of those and i don't care uh <laughs> no i'm kidding i would actually try it out i would like to see if it's if it's good and it's it's my thing i'm always open to try these games 
All right, the one with the potato is a little weird, but <laughs> I, I might give it a try anyway because it looks like it is well made. As long as the game's well made, sometimes I can try to look past some of the dumb little characters. But man, not always. <laughs> not always, my friends. Just everyone message Bill and tell him just to play it already and get over himself. All right, if I get <laughs> ten messages, I'll play the Nino Cooney demo. <laughs> Nino yeah. Just tweet at Bill Roberts ish. Send an email to us. Like, tell us on Facebook. Tell Bill to play this game. Or just go to my mom's house. I'll give you the address <laughs> and knock on the door and then spit on the floor and say, "Make them play it now." Yeah, she'll lovely. she'll she'll just laugh. But I did. I, but speaking of Fire Emblem, I did download it on Bill's 3DS, and I'm trying to get him to play it, but I don't think he's you played did? it. Yeah. Oh, I put okay. it on there. So you can go there. Did you ever figure out the DLC thing? On no. Where? Yeah. There's another thing. I mean, I don't know if any of you out there have played New Super Mario Bros. Two for the. Bros. The 3DS bros. bros. If you're in Jersey, it's new. But you have, to download bros. to download the special level packs, you have to go to the Coin Rush and you have to get to the shop. But Bill Bill's 3DS had the Spot Pass or Street Pass turned off, so he didn't get the update that there was a shop. So there was no shop, and you couldn't get it on the 3DS store. So we're still trying to figure out how to get the stu- these stupid levels. It's kind of stupid. Go Nintendo. Thanks a lot, Nintendo. You messed it up again. You know what? No, thanks a lot, Nina, for probably turning off the part that would make it work. Uh-oh. Thinking she was turning off the 3D. She's like, I don't want this. <laughs> I hope she's listening and punches you in the face. She's not because it's not live. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, back to Tomb Raider once again before we get too off topic. There's there there's also, like we said, going to be no season pass, which is, I mean, you buy you pay, what, $30, $40, and you get all the DLC packs or single-player content or multiplayer content. Or online pass, which people have been putting into that you have a code that you use when you buy a new game, and then if you buy it used, you have to pay an extra ten bucks to play the multiplayer. Do they really call it bros, though? I mean, yeah. they call it brothers. brothers. It's brothers. I mean, why Adam's Adam's Adam's, Adam's, Adam's Adam's just more hip than we are. It is bros. I mean, look on the you, look on the the actual cover art or whatever. It's 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 it, Mario no, bros. that's it's, it's good, but it's got a period. That's, that's an abbreviation of the word brothers. brothers. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I, maybe Devil's advocate right now. Maybe they're doing brothers it for, versus bros. Maybe they're just doing it for like or the bros. Jersey. Maybe they're doing it for like the Jersey Shore. Yeah. You're like fist pumping Mario. Because oh, when he's God. jumping, Please he's no. going to wear a wife beater. <laughs> Please no. He's going to have his hat on backwards. <laughs> he fist pumps those blocks, man. He's like, dump, 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 dump. shut up. <laughs> Before Rock will smack you. <laughs> and And there's a gorilla in there. Right? They got gorillas. They got juice heads. Donkey Kong. <laughs> no, but he was fighting the original. He was jumping over barrels. That's right. true. Exactly. He's, he's from Jersey. He's a plumber. So I'm going to get... <laughs> right? All plumbers are from Jersey. I'm going to throw the lasso and get Jack back on track before he goes off into a Jersey rant. Jersey Shore rant. And he's going to tell us about how he feels about season passes. Regale us with your lovely tale. All right. So here, here's what happened. The season pass for Battlefield 3. I didn't get it. I bought one of them, didn't play it. I got the season pass for Borderlands. You mean you bought one of the, down- one of the download packs? I downloaded the download packs. You right. can't get on season Aftermath, pass. Right. Yeah. That's the one you got? Yeah, the first one. But basically, I got the other one for Borderlands, and I didn't play it. I mean, I haven't played it at all. So, I mean, I know we talk about like downloadable content and stuff like that, but there's so many games coming out, too, that I don't know when I'm going to have time to go back and, and play all this stuff. So... Honestly, right now, I'm not a huge fan of season passes and, and stuff like that. I'm cool because you can get it some at discount and different things like that. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of times, like you said, you you move on to something else and you're like, why did I buy this? Like, I know you get it at discount, but then they're yeah. just sitting there. I won't buy one unless they sold me. I mean, sold me. It, unless 
it was something like like for me like a college football or if it was something for like civilization something that I know I would go back to over and over again unless I know for a fact I will I'm not I will not buy a season Walking pass. Dead. Walking Dead. I would yeah. do that. Walking I dead. would buy that. Yeah. You know what else? Everybody's also, now drunk. Good job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know also something to note is yeah they're not they're not doing an online pass which is kind of weird because pretty much every game is doing that good. but I wonder if they're doing good, that good, because. Good. Maybe they're not so confident that the multiplayer would make want people to spend ten dollars. Or maybe they just don't want to screw everybody. And if the game resells, it resells, and and they're actually putting some faith that people are going to buy the game and play it, and that they don't have to do the panic move by uh, put that on there just to hose anybody that does buy it used. Good for you. You may be giving them too much credit because you want to know. Maybe they're jerks. You you know what? You want to know why you're giving them too much credit because Because this game is is published by Square Enix, and they're a bunch of idiots. Oh, oh snap! It's on now. We're Can going I, into my rant zone. Yeah, you know what? How is Adam a hater now? What happened? I, 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 I mean, know, when he goes into this rant zone, right. you and I, right? We just do nothing but support it. Right, exactly. he is right on the money, go, and he's got every go, reason to go. go and go, go, Adam, go. Exactly. <laughs> so before I go into first the news topic that, about Square that. Enix and about the everything, but I want to mention that first of all, Square Enix publishes some good games because Tomb Raider is probably going to be awesome. Deus Ex Human Revolution was one of my best games of two years ago or whatever, whenever it came out. Like, it's incredible. I love those games. Obviously, when I was growing up, Final Fantasy 7 through 10 were some of my favorite games of all time. Overrated. Shut up. I'm going to punch you in the face. (laughs) I'm going to go on a rant about Bill Roberts because he's a big jerk. (laughs) I'm 6'3". Yeah, he is. 6'3 of nothing, of air. Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, there's some air. Anyway, so Squaresoft was a company I loved. After Final Fantasy X, which I think Square Enix worked on a little bit, but they became Square Enix, and they went down the hole. They came out with Final Fantasy XI, which was an MMORPG that is just garbage. Final Fantasy XII was okay, but they went too much. Final Fantasy XIII was like a 50-hour trip down a hallway. Then they came out with a sequel to that, and now they're coming out with another sequel to that game. And they came out, they announced another Final Fantasy XIII game that's not even coming out yet. And it's just, this this, France, this company has lost its way. And they've come out with re-releases of games and then charged them ridiculously overpriced. So anyway... Testify! Anyway, a game came out that was announced on January 17th called Final Fantasy All oh, the Bravest. Here we go! <laughs> and this lovely game, I, I mean, I saw lovely. it. There was some, I mean, it, it released in New Zealand because it was tomorrow before today in... That America. makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. Say it again, brother. <laughs> New Zealand has today before we have tomorrow. So it was announced there. That Everybody sense. in New Zealand is older than us. <laughs> Pretty much. So yeah, so when the world ended and they were safe, we knew we were going to be safe. Anyway, so when this game came out, it was announced that it was a game where there would be up to 32 characters on the on the field at one time. Mind, I know, right? <laughs> you can have up to 32 characters at once, and they'll, they'll have all the jobs, like white mages, black mages, like monks, warriors, all these things, and you can get you can get you some of your favorite characters from Final Fantasy seven, VII, eight, nine, six, any of these, and there would just be a trip through memory lane, which is a game that came out called Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy, where it was a rhythm game, blah blah blah. Anyway, so I was like, cool, this game looks awesome. I love reliving these memories. And how does Square Enix crush my dreams? Here we go. By making stupid ass game. Yeah. Go get number one. They made it about black and white mages. Yeah. Come on now. Why can't we all get along? No, no, no. Number one. This game released at three ninety nine, which at first was like, eh, okay, but but then when you when you play this game, you realize that all you all you need to do is slide your finger up and down, up and down, up and down to win the game. 
I can do that when I'm not playing a game. <laughs> exactly. I, you can't choose who you're going to fight. You can't choose like what characters you get. And if you die, you and you have to wait three minutes per party member to fight again. Which is up to an hour and a half if you Wait, have like a full party. That's completely stupid, unless there was even a dumber way to get back quicker. Oh, yeah. If you want to get it back quicker, you can pay money to bring your party back and continue the game. I, I hate, I absolutely hate when games forcibly make you stop. I know, and a lot, that's and the worst is. thing, and like... It's uh, a forced stop for money. Exactly. And an insult to injury is a lot of games that do this are free to play. And this one isn't. It charges you four dollars up front. And, you that, know, and that's for like a full game already. Four bucks on a on a freaking a mobile that's game. Expensive. Yeah, you is. know what? That's in enough for me. Day. Right here, right now, I'm launching a brand new catchphrase. Right. It's, it's gonna be in Square Enix gets the first one. Right. Hey Square Enix, go F yourself with a brick. <laughs> Ding. You yeah, like it? You like wait, that? Let me tell you. Let, wait, wait, you know what? But you th- you think it would end there, don't that, you? Oh, I would hope it would you end think there. Think Square Enix wouldn't get stupider charging you to actually play their game? Oh hell, here we go. It's okay. going to charge you to play your game after you've been charged to play the game. Yes. So anyway, you know what? Let's say you're not a huge Final Fantasy fan, but you're a, you're a guy who likes it, and Final Fantasy VII is your greatest favorite game. So let's say you want to unlock Cloud. Who's like a nice little eight bit representation of him, which is pretty Such awesome. A manly name. I know it is. Anyway, I'm Cloud. So let's say you want to unlock Cloud. Well, okay. Well, you can unlock up to I don't know, like thirty, forty characters from the Final Fantasy franchise, which cost a dollar each. Oh, now, not no, so. No, let's say no. okay. So okay, you have to spend ninety nine cents to get Cloud, right? That's not so bad. Wrong. You have to spend ninety nine cents to get a random character. So who knows how much money you're gonna have to spend to get the character you want? Who knows how many goofy, stupid characters they threw in this random generator? And then after you get Cloud, and then you use him, and he dies. Guess what? You gotta pay another buck to bring him back anyway. So see, you guys are wondering why I'm stupid. starting to make fun of so stupid Japanese sensibility. Well, that that's just ridiculous. That's, that's, just, that's not criminal. criminal. That's, that's any that's, kind of sensibility. That's straight up robbery. It's just stupid. And and but, just, you know, it's criminal. And you know, kids are gonna get this game. They're gonna play it. They're not gonna know. And they're just gonna be like, ding, 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 ding. Sure, I don't know. I got dad's credit card. I don't know. Oh. They just nickel and dime the hell out of you, and it's just it's sick. I mean, it's sick. I mean, it's it's bad enough. Like I said, when it's a free to play game. And, and, like, it'd be one thing if it was free-to-play and you can pay 99 cents to get your character and do stuff. But they charge you $4 to play the game, and then they charge you 99 cents to have a chance to get the character you want. There's way better free-to-play insane. games out there already that, that is, you wouldn't even want to waste your time anyway, with. Anyway, before I pop a blood vessel, that we're going to move away That makes me mad, too, this. man. I'm yeah, with it's, just, it's so dumb. But let's talk about smart Japanese moves, which is a game called Monster Hunter. This game... I don't care. Exactly. Bill doesn't care because he's not Japanese. And but it's let on me the tell you, Let me... Let me uh, let me regale you with a couple facts, shall I? I want regaled, and I'm interested in this. I didn't want to get galed the first time, so regaling me, no thanks. <laughs> December 7th, 2010. Or actually, this game came out December 1st, and it released. Before this game was released, the PSP was selling about thirty to 40,000 units, like a week. After this game came out, this, these facts are from IGN from 11.19 to 12.5. It sold 326,000 units. Yeah, <laughs> yes. beat me to it. Yeah, within within the like the a week of this game launching, it sold two million copies, over two million copies. So somebody likes this. Was game that in the United States? Japanese. No, I'm saying Japan. Oh yeah, guys. in Japan. Listen to me, boy. <laughs> That's where the no. I was just reiterating. For some, I was just reiterating that that's where all the weirdos some, are. Yeah, exactly. Hey, stop hating on Japanese people. They, they make sushi. They can't even understand what I'm saying right I now. I love, I love Japanese people. I love the Last Samurai. I even love Tom Cruise in it, even though we were bashing on it before. I like everything they made. I like Sony. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about the Vita because I haven't bought it because you know what? You Screw know. you, Japan. I got some. Hey, hey, Japan. No. 
Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla. run. Everybody run. Watashi no namae wa Adam desu. Yeah, what he said. That's my name is Adam, thank you. Exactly. I like the joke. My, so, my yeah, name is so Godzilla. For some reference for you Americans out there shoot, shooting squirrels and chewing tobacco, we got Black Ops. <laughs> One of the, like the most the greatest selling <laughs> one of the greatest selling uh, Call of Duty games sold 4.2 million dollars in the first 24 hours. So I mean that's just first of all Japan is smaller than the United States, and you can see that this thing will will sell a handheld game, and it doesn't sell all that well in America. I mean it does do pretty decent, but imagine what this game can do for the Vita, because at first this game was announced for the 3DS, and then they delayed it because they're putting it out on the Vita. Like, this could be a game-changer for this PlayStation Vita. And it's a system seller, basically. Oh, it's going to move sure. units, and it's going to it, it probably Japan. save what they're trying to do yeah, over I there. Think, I think from last week, I saw a report somewhere that the Vita's selling, like, one and three-fourths of a system every week or something. You know what? I think yeah, it'll sell in Japan, good. and here, I don't think anybody will care. And quite honestly, that doesn't make me regret my Vita. I haven't missed it for a second. You know, but that's not necessarily true because, first of all, Monster Hunter no, it is 3... true. I have not missed well, it. Well, I know you haven't, but <laughs> I'm talking about other people. Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate is, is being re-released for 3DS and Wii U, and I think that's going to sell... That's going to help Nintendo a lot for that sense, but I think this Monster Hunter game... Because if it does well in Japan, then it's going to give people more confidence to make things for the Vita. Japan's Dude, usually like early adopter on I'm some popular of games, in Japan. On some of it. Seriously, not, no, no the Godzilla not. movies are very popular. Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. and he so, looks like Godzilla. So we'll see if this can save the Vita, because obviously the Vita's sinking pretty fast, but this it's always good to see that there's some hope on the horizon for at least Japanese market, which can hopefully trickle down to our market. Keep dreaming. But you know what, Bill? I'm just going to bring it over to you for a second. What is What would be your monster hunter for the Vita? Honestly, there, uh, you know, uh, the easy one for me to say would be college football, but that or NHL hockey, <clears throat> either one of those, but as far as... Sports games. No. It's okay. Far, okay. Would you buy a system if they said NCAA is coming out on the Vita? Like, would that? No. Not right now. Right now, I would wait, and if it was something that actually got a review of like an 8 or higher, I would get very excited. But put put a brand new God of War that looks fantastic on it. Put an uncharted another Uncharted game like with some more development time. Um, not that the first one was bad. It wasn't. It was good. But some of these games, like like The Last of Us or something, I know you can't do that. But a God of War game, there's no reason why you couldn't put a fantastic, brand new God of War game out for that. That would get my attention real quick. I'm sure it's got to be in the making, because they sold incredibly well for the PSP, and that would be awesome. But in all honesty, though, like if they announced tomorrow that Nino Cooney was coming out on the Vita, <laughs> wouldn't you go buy one right now? <laughs> well, it'd be fun to play the potato guy. He wants potatoes. You know what? But we're gonna we're gonna do Bill a favor. Well, no, we're gonna we're gonna we we're gonna give him a chance to prepare because after this break, we're bringing back the kitty corner. I will be hanging myself. <laughs> but first, we're gonna be thanking our sponsor. For you, the listeners of the Gamers Advocate, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. And I wonder what wonderful book Bill has brought for us today. Well, I have for today one that I am both reading and listening to with the new service that's uh, combined with Audible and the Kindle that you can do on the Kindle Fire where you can actually read along uh, to the audiobook. It'll highlight the words as it goes, or you can just put it down and listen to it, or you can read, or you can stop it, pick it up in your car off one of the Audible apps, and it picks up right where you left off. Fantastic. And I'm reading a book by Hugh Howey, who is an independent author, and put these the series out, and I'm reading the omnibus version of Wool. And instead of trying to describe the story itself, I'm just going to read a short 
description of of the world from from the uh, Audible site. Please do. Um, this is the story of mankind clawing for survival of mankind on the edge. The world outside has grown unkind. The view of it limited. Talk of it forbidden. But there are always those who hope, who dream. These are the dangerous people, the residents who infect others with their optimism. Their punishment is simple. They are given the very thing they profess to want. They are allowed outside. Ooh. It's basically, in short, um, society lives in these silos underground. And any crime, any talk of going outside, any saying you want to go outside, they send you outside in the premises that the air is poisoned and you will die within a few minutes. So you get what you want. Yeah, but um, I'm pretty early on in this one. But not what you need. And... uh, I think I think there's a lot more to it, and I, I, it's so far it is really well written. This guy is is I'd never heard of him before. This Hugh Howie, fantastic! I'm already a huge fan. Is it a good narration? Uh, yeah, the narration's very well done. Sounds like a Fallout type of conspiracy. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Really. Yeah. So to download Wool or your free audiobook, go to audibletrial.com/backslash/thegamersadvocate. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash the gamers advocate for your free audiobook. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Yeah, thank you. Back to the kitty corner. Oh, jeez. There we go, Bill. You Hold know on, let me load it. <laughs> so, today in the kitty corner, we're going to be talking about a game that, personally, I think will sell near like $6 trillion. Something like that. <laughs> it's called Disney Infinity, and that's how much money Disney wants to have and make every day. Oh, Infinite an amounts of money. <laughs> you love Disney. You love Mickey. I like Pixar. So I'm sure... Wait, that's part of Disney. So anyway, I'm sure people out there, unlike Bill and Jack, I think, have heard of a game called Skylanders, which is from the Spyro universe, where there's a portal, an actual portal that you buy, and, well, it's like a toy, whatever. And then you get yeah, these figures of toy. monsters, of Spyro-inspired creatures and things like that. You put the character on the portal, and he gets transported into your game. And you play like a hack-and-slash, Gauntlet Legends-type game, level him up. And then the game is saved on your character. So you can take it to your friend's house. You can play when you want to, buy these toys. And as of probably this month, this franchise that came out, I think, a year or a year and a half ago, has already grossed $500 million dollars. See, and I was thinking the Skylander was like that Boeing plane where the lithium batteries were overheating and it was catching them on fire. I always thought it was guys running around with swords going, there can be only one. No, but like a Skylander, you know, that's like a plane. Yeah, I, I know, I know, I got you, joke. It's like, <gasps> I got you, I got you, <laughs> You missed mine, though, you jerk. You just took one right over your head. I don't, what's a, a potato? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so anyway, Skylanders has obviously sold millions and $500 million worth. And now Disney decides to throw its hat in the ring, as it were. And it's going to bring all its franchises into the little action figure realm. I didn't and see Cinderella in the trailer. Eh, she's, I'm sure she's You don't coming. know that it's bringing all of them. <laughs> well, so they're going to release them over time, I'm the sure. The Aristocats? I hope so. But yeah, the first one they really are announcing is there's going to be a starter pack with Sully from Monsters, Inc., Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean, and Mr. Incredible from The Incredibles. I know we already have like our prophecy corner and all that, but my prophecy is Disney is going to have their hands in everything and own everything. Yeah, that's, that's what they're doing. Because another huge reason that this, I think, will be successful because two other major franchises that Disney owns, Marvel and Star Wars. I mean, imagine like all these figures that these, these are going to make, and then a little kid's going to say, Oh my God, it's Cars, or Oh my God, it's Jabba the Hutt. Don't they That'd own cool. Marvel, too? 
Kidding. Inside joke. Yeah, that was an inside joke. We were at Chipotle again talking about this, and I was telling them about this story. And I was like, yeah, and then Disney just got Star Wars, and they had Marvel, so we're going to make a lot of money. And Jack goes, oh, yeah, did you know that they have Marvel, and then they just got Disney? And he was serious. I was totally serious. (laughs) Well, now it's not an inside joke, so welcome to the club, everybody. Start laughing. We're we're all family here. So anyway, I mean... This game's coming out in June, and there's like a little portal you get where you can put up to three characters on, and you can run around and beat up people with your friends and run roam through like Monsters University or roam through like the Black Sparrow area, like Tortuga, whatever it was. And I'm sure they'll release up more things. Like I haven't seen Wally yet, and I'm hoping for that because I love me some Wally. It's basically just like a game with like kind of not serious graphics, like kitty graphics, like Lego yeah. type of graphics, where you get to play as your character. And you get to go through their worlds and realms and their movies, and you get to run around with all your buddies and do that. But all, all I'm thinking is that it doesn't even matter about the graphics. All that matters is that a kid is going to see Lightning McQueen. He's going to buy it, and he's going to love When he puts that, that figure on the, the tablet or the portal, whatever it's called, and he appears in the game, like that is, that's what's going to sell it, because that's a great, great idea. Who is Lightning McQueen? I know it's Cars. Steve. Steve McQueen? Cars. Did he like Queen? Probably. I don't know. Anyway, go Disney. So we'll see more about that soon, but I'm sure this is going to make a lot of money. Now, speaking of something a little more manly, or adulty, I don't know, whatever it is. Or the opposite of having money. <laughs> yes. Atari, the fabled company, has filed for bankruptcy. Dun, dun, dun. Wah, wah, wah. See, and I was just kind waiting for that new Atari game to come out. Yeah. Like I mean, Pong yeah. 2.0, even Pong year. <laughs> obviously, Atari hasn't done much. Like they've released a lot of collections on the phones and different things like that. But it's always sad to see a company like that's so iconic, especially the symbol and people talking about the, the Atari days going under. And like, I mean, we only we send out the best wishes to everyone working at Atari still. That hope everything goes smoothly and you guys get better jobs or whatever happens maybe, to you. Maybe you can go work for Hostess and make Twinkies again. <laughs> yeah, because they're doing so well. Well, you know, uh, that brings me to a, a good point here, as I always make good points. Um, Atari is going the way of uh, Nintendo. They're kind of on the same track, and also and, and also uh, Sega. You know, they all have their own systems, they all have their own games and own developers, and then slowly but surely, they messed up, and guess what? They're gone. Yeah, I can, I'll agree with you on Sega, but Nintendo's still fighting. But yeah. yeah, but I mean, see, they actually, they follow the same pattern, if you look at it. I mean, first they got their system, and then their games are junk, and then they stop, They can't make their systems anymore. Yeah, I mean, but then, like, Sega had... It's going to happen with the Vita, too. It looked. Hey, it happened, to Tom Brady. But Sega. I mean, Sega had the Game Gear, which was fine. But like, Nintendo has the DS and the 3DS, and that thing sells incredibly well. And yes. it had the Wii. I mean, I'm sure maybe eventually it'll happen. But as for now, I think they're okay for the moment. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it's a warning. Oh yeah. To the, you I, know, I mean, you can see what happened. I mean, if you don't innovate and like keep it fresh and like keep those titles coming and stuff like that, you're in big, big trouble. Hey, good segue there because we're going to talk about innovating and changing. As in, a big report came out that when the next PS4 launches, we may not have our DualShock. What? You know, yeah. that controller is like the best, man. Yeah, so no. The, so the PlayStation 1... No, it is not. The <laughs> Xbox 360 the, controller blows it up. The PlayStation the 1 obviously had something similar just without the rumble and the analog sticks. And then PS2 added the 
the analog sticks and all that. And then the PS3 did not change very much and came out with the same controller. But there have been some reports that are coming out that saying that the DualShock may be go- overgoing a makeover. You know what? When you first said that, I thought that's what you meant was the rumble was being taken out of it. And I was like, good. That thing's just stupid. No, yeah. They already did that with the PS3. Remember when they made yeah. the six axis because they said it would mess with it? And then people were like so mad. So then they brought it back. The yeah. Well, I, I, I don't want the get rumble. It. Yeah. So that, that's saying I'm, I'm sure because that's a good feature. Rumble's fun, but like. PlayStation needs to work on their ergonomics because I got big hands and those controllers like they hurt after a while if you use them for a while and they like yeah. they like stick into the palm of your hand unlike the 360 controller which is probably perfectly designed. Yep. You could probably throw a couple more buttons on there for like your you know your pinky fingers or your ring fingers maybe on if the other side of the holder. Well, if you got nimble fingers, you like know. I do. Anyways, let's not talk about that. But like. Another inside joke. We're what? Not explaining this one. So Hello. Read your horoscopes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so really, they need to they need to just take a lesson from Xbox. They need to innovate. Hopefully, they're going to do it now. Um, even the Vita isn't that comfortable, so you kind of have to play something more. I mean, the the Wii U did something right. I think it's comfortable to play the second screen. It's a lot more comfortable. It's cool and, and stuff like that. So hey, you know, if we got to hold these things for a really long time, you may want to think about that. Yeah, and also, I mean, we don't really know too much, but they know that they have been researching, like, biometrics, which could be, I don't know, and I know Nintendo almost released a vitality sensor where it can track your heart rate and things like that. And it could be it could be kind of cool if you're playing an intense game like Interrogation and you got to keep, like, telling the truth and keep your levels down. I don't know what they could do with that, but touchscreen, obviously. I mean, they're pushing PlayStation Mobile. Obviously, the Vita has touchscreen and things like that. So if they're trying to build that synergy and build the connection between those two things, it makes sense if there was some touch co- compatibility. Just it's you got to worry about those gimmicks because obviously that's ruined a lot of Vita games. I'm kind of worried about the biometrics because then like your PlayStation's hooked up to the internet and then they're reading your biometric readings. And they're like, all of a sudden, it's like, stop playing this game. You need to go to the doctor. You are overweight, out of shape, and have too much sodium in your blood. Great. I'd never the be end. able to play anything. Cause that's yeah. All whatever's it's, like, it's, <laughs> it's pretty funny. I mean, they had that with, like, the Wii Fit and stuff. They, like, they judge you in your body and biomass. Like, basically, your video game telling you that you're fat. It's like, <laughs> yeah, really. So that's, that's, that's something to keep your eye on, that your, love, your beloved or not beloved DualShock controller may be changing soon. And before we end the show, we want to also mention a quick topic that the new Splinter Cell game Blacklist has been delayed to August 20th and personally I think it's probably a good idea because if you look at some of the games coming out in first of all February and March with Dead Space and Tomb Raider and God of War and then March with Bioshock and all these other games that first I mean games get lost in the the cycle especially in a crazy game or crazy schedule like this and obviously we know Grand Theft Auto is coming out in May or April, so you know they're just going to want to get out of there. But they can't go too far or they're going to hit the next gen. Yeah, they got to time it just right for sure. Well, I think that's pretty telling as to when the next gen is going to happen. I think they know exactly how to do this a couple months ahead. Yeah, Just get, come out and leak the story already, somebody. I just want to consolidate. I think I think that, that tells you right there that either October or November is when it's coming out. Because obviously, so. first of all, I mean, I'm sure there'll be some games, but if you think about it, there's really no games that have been announced, like, past, I mean, I mean past, past really March, besides Splinter Cell, there's really nothing. Well, May, Last of Us. It, it, oh, it yeah, is, May, yeah. 
And it is weird that they're going in August because usually there's the summer drought where nothing comes out. And, I mean, maybe they're taking advantage of that right before the next gen comes out, That's too. That's what I think. Yeah, because there's, there's not going to be... I mean, sure, there'll be people playing all the backlogs, but it'll be nice when Splinter Cell will have its own spotlight. And then obviously the next gen are going to come out, but people are going to still want... There's going to there's a huge install base for these old consoles, and they're going to keep supporting them all they can. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So that's something to keep your eye on, because that game I think people are expecting to come out in March or April or something, but it got delayed, so hopefully that's for the best. Oh, also, a nice little thing to note is that if you've played Mass Effect 3 and you're planning on getting Dead Space 3, keep your save, because you'll unlock some cool armor. I really, really like that, and Bill's not going to get I the armor. I will not unlock cool armor. I may I let him borrow it. it and get the save so he can get the cool armor. I know. We're still trying to get Bill to play these games. but I, I Come on, man. I got a job, too. You know? Exactly. You I don't try. have to make money. I don't have to. But not, if I'm not, not going to just that, shake this body. thing for free. Come on. <laughs> I'm not shaking it for free, dude. So, yeah. So, before we go, we just want to once again mention, if you ever want to be part of the show, like, we love your feedback. We love your questions. We want you to give us ideas for Devil's Advocate, for what you want to talk about, or be a part of the show in any way you can. Email us at podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. That's podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. And if you want to follow us on Facebook, look for the Blue Shield, as always. And on Twitter, we're at Advocate Gamers. To always see what's going on, get some good news, cool articles, different things like that. I know Bill's working on his breakup with the Vita, and Jack's working on his ten-year-old XCOM review. <laughs> and Actually, so, my article's done; it's ready. I, I, I forgot. I'm I was gonna post it. The problem is that I'm illiterate, and I have to learn the English language. Yeah, so that hurts. But anyway, Avi, and once again, we are on iTunes, so you can follow or you can like us there, subscribe to us there, give us those lovely reviews to help more people find us. And really, just be a part of the show as much as you want. So I know Bill wants to do a special shout-out before we go, so I'll hand it over to him. Yeah, yeah, I want to um, celebrate the fact that uh, my former band, my brother's 8-Pound Pressure CD is finally got it. They had some difficulty getting it onto iTunes. It's been out since September, um, and today they finally got it on iTunes, where I think it will hopefully reach the people that need to hear it. Um, I'm saying this as a fan not as a former member. If you like the hard rock, you like the metal, it's a fantastic CD. Brandon Seymour is one of the baddest-ass singers I've ever heard. Um, Mike and Kenny on guitar, fantastic. Uh, Brian on drums, and on the album, it's Mike Slaymaker, my my very good friend, uh, playing, and uh, Rob, the new bass player that stepped in after I had to uh, leave the band, has done a fantastic job. I love these guys, and uh, so to celebrate them being on iTunes... Uh, we are going to play a song from them, and uh, we are going to play uh, Taking Back. Yeah, and once again, we'd love to thank Jesse, a.k.a. One Stop Panda Drop, for our opening theme song and logo. And really, for the Gamers Advocate, I'm Adam. I'm Bill. I'm Jack at, at Jack Whittington. Potato. <laughs> Picard rules. And we hope you have a great night. See you later, Ding Dong.